Welcome to the Keegan Smith Podcast. Choose what you give your life to or have it stolen from you. My mission is to rewire for power. We've all been gifted massive potential. This podcast is about unwrapping that gift. What if you could? Potentiating wellness, abundance, and movement. Today's podcast is made possible thanks to Prove It Ketones. I got onto Prove It Ketones through Joe Rogan and Tim Ferriss, and I'm glad that I did. I was following the ketogenic diet, and uh, adding the ketones to what I was doing definitely improved my training, improved my recovery. The research keeps getting bigger, better, wider. So many benefits uh, to this product, and the amazing stories that I've heard from people all over the world who've completely transformed their bodies and their lives with this product makes it a pretty amazing thing to offer so if you want some reach out realmovement.proveitnow.com or message me and i will connect you up with a sample you gotta hit record you gotta hit record you gotta hit record when you hit record then stuff starts to happen how you been guys it's been a little while uh it's not because i don't love you guys it's not because i don't love myself it's just that i haven't been podcasting for whatever reason uh, there's been a lot going on and been on the road and blah, 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 blah. No real reason, but the podcast hasn't been done. Today, I want to talk to you about one of the key themes of our camp there on the Sunshine Coast. We're at Prodigy, um, amazing facility there at Caloundra. Um, Mark Christensen, who uh, is uh, one of the members of the mentorship, sort of came into the program really wanting to have a facility, not knowing how it could happen. He'd been burned in the past uh, with the franchise and just really didn't know how to get to where he wanted to be. Um, and then he made some strong decisions. He made one and then he made another and he's continued to make them. And it was really cool to be in his facility. It's uh, surrounded with... Uh, amazing quotes. There's just a really, really cool energy in the place, and it was an amazing few days. And it's it's a special thing when you get a bunch of people together with the clear intention of leaving the place better than they arrived. It just fills the place with energy, and I believe that there's an energy signature there. If you look at the work of people like Joe Dispenza, it's actually really clear that it's true that there's an energy signature which stays in a place. So uh, that's something else that I love about going to those locations. They don't often talk about it, and this is pretty private so it doesn't really matter too much just between me and you but I feel as though if we go to a place and there's an awesome energy there then there's an opportunity for whoever goes to that place every day to continue to run off that energy and to have their members you know buy in and go a little bit deeper than than they think they can oftentimes we think that the members that we work with or people in our surroundings aren't quite as into it as we are but maybe we're just not into leading and not into uh, really stepping up and standing for something, and maybe that's the biggest limitation that we're, you know, and and those people are actually doing the same thing to us, and and therefore everybody's playing uh, a diluted game. Everybody's playing at half speed because nobody wants to be the one who's, you know, breaking the wind for the pack in cyclist sort of jargon. No one wants to be the one who puts their neck out. And risks, you know, having it lopped off by someone who says, Hey, why are you being like that? Why, why are you being the one? Why are you being, you know, why are you being strong? Why are you being disciplined? You know, why are you, why are you taking things on? Why are you taking on new challenges? Why are you part of a network marketing company? You know, why, why do you want to deadlift all this weight? Why do you want to be 1% leaner? You know, 
Who's that person who pulls you down? I've been listening to Jocko Willink's uh, second book. I love the first one. I got it, the hard copy book, uh, read it, loved it. It just makes you seem like it's such an easy thing to dominate life when you listen to uh, Jocko Willink or Uncle Jake get Mark, uh, a 10-year-old kid, to become an absolute beast, to get him knocking out chin-ups, to get him you know, able to stand up for himself and really just take control of his life. And you think, man... Why, why don't, why is, why is this hard for me? Why am I missing the point here? Why am I missing days? Why am I, you know, not stepping into my full power when, you know, I can see that it's easy enough to get a 10 year old kid, you know, to do this. So, you know, wh- wh- who am I? Where am I at? And listening to the second book, it's now the next part of the journey. So the kid has some power over himself. The kid has become uh, a savage where, you know, he's not going to be pushed and shoved too easily. But then it's turning that into becoming a leader, into becoming someone who can help someone else uh, in a journey. And uh, yeah, if you've checked that one out, then buzz me a few thoughts. I'm not quite all the way through it yet, but I'm really loving it. And I'm loving just playing it around the house. Uh, Katarina's loving it too. And I don't know how much Maya's taken in. You know, she's nearly four, so she she understands it. But um, yeah, I, I don't know how much she's following on, but I'm glad that she's hearing a bit of that uh, instead of a bit of Peppa Pig from time to time. Uh, I didn't think there would ever be Peppa Pig in my life, but apparently there there is. Uh, only a parent knows the feeling. So today's topic is manipulation. Manipulation. What do you hear when you hear manipulation? This is something that Mitch Pike brought to my attention. He presented with me uh, together uh, on the Sunshine Coast, and he just presented his first event the weekend before that. I'd love to hear him tell his story around that. Maybe he'll be the first guest on this podcast, and he can tell you guys a bit about um, the bricks he was shitting before uh, his first weekend event and how he was looking for excuses and ways to cancel. Um, I don't want to tell too much of the story, but that's exactly, you know, I'm sure you've been that person, and I definitely was that person before my first events. And, and still podcasting and, you know, you're still always going through these little pain barriers, these little challenge barriers. So manipulation as a gift. The fact of the matter is we are all being manipulated and we're all manipulators. Now, manipulation can be, it usually has a negative connotation. But if you think about it in a chiropractic sense, if you think about it in uh sculptor's sense, then all we're talking about really is changing form. All we're talking about is making a shift and the intention behind that shift is whether it's good or bad. Manipulation itself is is neither good or bad. But when we take it into the, the possibility of whether this goes towards something positive or, you know, if we're trying to manipulate someone for our own benefit that's not going to benefit them, then it's a bad thing. If we're trying to manipulate someone to help them see their true power, then it's a good thing. If you know the chiropractor is trying to manipulate the person so that they have less pain, or maybe some of them are trying to give them a sensation so that they come back next week and buy the same thing again. It's a bit cynical, but maybe there's a component of that in the chiropractic world. I'm pretty sure some chiropractors would uh, agree that that's part of the, the deal. For an artist, they're trying to create something beautiful. They're manipulating the clay. They're manipulating the marble to create something of beauty, which may even last throughout the ages, right? So what are you manipulating yourself into? If you're scared of manipulation, then you're not even in the game, right? So that's why I'm trying to break this word down and break this thing down because 
people are scared to be in the game. People are scared to influence. And I know this, you know, as a as a young father, you know, you want to be almost like hands off, like let him work it out for themselves. Like I don't want to dominate this child. This child has, you know, purity and 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 beauty, and you know, is exploring the world in such a, um, you know, such a peaceful way and 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 with such an open heart. Like I I just don't want to put all my shit and the challenges of my life and the way, you know, the beliefs that I grew up with and, you know, the worst of me, I don't want my kid to have that. But you realize if, if you don't start filling the cup, then someone else will fill it for you. Peppa Pig will fill it for you. The kids at preschool will fill it for you. You know, their teachers will fill it for you. Their, their grandparents will fill it for you. And all those people will be having an influence on, on your child and, you know, the the decision then is whether to be one of those influencers, whether to be one of those manipulators, right? So even if you become a monk and you go and sit in the hills in a cave, you're still going to be manipulated by the wind, the weather, the food, the bear that comes to say hello. Whatever it is, you can't escape it. Everybody is going to be manipulated by their environment and everybody is going to manipulate their environment. Whatever you decide to do with your feces every day living in that cave is having an impact on the world. Whatever you decide to eat, however much you decide to breathe, exercise, whatever you're doing, draw paintings on the inside of the walls. Okay, so let's not let's take opting out off the table. What then are we going to manipulate into? Who are we going to become ourselves? And who are we going to, you know, what influence, what manipulation are we going to play for those around us? Because now we've accepted that we're all manipulators. We've accepted that the sideline is not an option. So let's play the game. Let's play the game. Who are we manipulating? How are we manipulating them? So who are the easiest people to manipulate? This is a question that we posed. Who can be manipulated very easily? The answer is people without strong convictions, people who don't know why they're here, people who stand for nothing will fall for anything. When I'm watching the rugby league, I know I'm not going to gamble. I know I'm not going to go past any kind of finger licking food. I know that the big M to my little daughter is an M for Maya and that is the only thing that she knows about that place. I'm not in that game. I will not be manipulated towards that. Why? Because I've made strong decisions. I have an identity. I have a path. And I've become someone who doesn't do that, for better or worse. Some of you might think that's that's a silly decision. But there's a strong decision there. There's an identity. And that makes manipulation much more difficult. When I go and see... Bob Proctor, you know, when I went to see him in Hawaii, I was there to be manipulated. When I went and did Warrior X, I was there to be manipulated. And Garrett J. White, I was hoping to meet him. I didn't even meet him, but I was part of that system for a bit over a day. And I was there with the intention of being manipulated to be a better father, to be part of a group of people who've made a decision about being good family men, as well as good in business, as well as 
have control of their body, take charge of their physical existence, take charge of spiritual existence, paid a lot of money, spent a lot of time on an airplane, and I was there to be manipulated. So manipulation then becomes our gift, but we have to be conscious of when we put up our barrier, when we fight back, and when we let it in. When do we want to be manipulated? Who do we want to be manipulated by? Let's surround ourselves with those things and let's open up to it. And on the contrary, let's be sure when someone's pulling our chain, when there's bullshit coming in, when there's something, somebody that's trying to take control and take us in a direction of suffering, take us in a direction of ignorance, take us in a direction of physical weakness, of spiritual confusion, of social isolation or causing harm to other people, of financial distress. When we try and when someone's trying to pull us in those directions, then we need to not be pulled. We need to stand for something. We need our own power. Okay, so this is what I'm calling, we're calling the sovereign journey. I was talking with Mitch Pike on the way up. Sovereign is like a ruler of an empire, it's something above a king. When I think of sovereign, I think of like sovereign nation. And I've spent a lot of time thinking about politics. I've spent a lot of time thinking about you know, where the world is headed and what influence, what part I want to play in that. And that idea of the sovereign nation, those, you know, the concept of independence. Some of you guys might have seen that, you know, where Barcelona is, Catalonia. I used to live just north of there and I've met lots of people uh, from Catalonia and lots of people from, from Spain, you know, that speak Castilian, which is actually a different language to the language where Barcelona is. I wasn't aware of any of that stuff until I um, traveled a lot through Latin America and spent a lot of time with people from the various countries within Spain. There's the Basque country as well. So there's, um, and there's other ones in, you know, Galicia and Andalusia and stuff as well. So there's a lot of different sub languages and cultures. And the concept of those European countries, they were kind of just banged together a couple hundred years ago. And there's a lot of issues there that haven't really been resolved. So, the point is a lot of those countries want independence. They want sovereignty. They want to stand alone. But how, how can you actually stand alone? Like what do you stand alone from? What are you not connected to? Well, I would challenge you that there's nothing you're not connected to. And this is kind of at the, the center of spiritual teaching is that we are one consciousness and we, are, we hold a fraction of it, but we're part of the big one. And when you get yourself into a deep state, whether it's with DMT, whether it's with holotropic breathing, whether it's through some other kind of meditative experience, whether it's climbing a mountain and you just feel connected, I would argue that that's where we're expanding our own consciousness and feeling uh, connection to the greater self. You know, the son and the father, they're part of the same the sun is the smaller version. But when we connect up, then we have even more power. So the idea of a sovereign nation, like who are you going to be independent from? Like you're going to be part of the same climate. You're going to be part of the same economic system. There's no escaping the economic system now. You know, there's very few people, you know, maybe out in the Amazon there somewhere, there's a few people who are not part of this economic system. But you know, for sure, Barcelona, Catalonia, and uh, Basque Country, and, you know, the same conversation is had here with Indigenous Australia, and it's something that I, I, you know, think a lot about as well, like, 
I still feel like a trespasser in Australia because there's never been a deal done with the native people. And and probably there never can be now, right? Like how do you do a deal where you, you, you took the land of another people and, you know, try to exterminate them? And, you know, there were there were wars. Like one of my ancestors, he was one of the first people to um, trek through sort of northern New South Wales around Dorigo and stuff. Like he was like 14 years old and he was taking um, cattle you know, dragging stuff uh, from one place to another in lands that white man hadn't really been before. Like, you know, you think of it from that guy's journey as well. Like, he would have been scared shitless. And there's, you know, there's bound to be, uh, there's bound to be skirmish. There's bound to be challenge. I actually have indigenous uh, second or third cousins. I think my grandfather's brother had uh, an indigenous wife and kids. Um, so, you know, that all that stuff is close to home, and I think most Australians feel it. But like, what's the path forward? Is a sovereign Indigenous nation like what? How does that work? You know, are they going to take over a part of the land? And I, I could be showing a lot of political ignorance here, but I feel as though the only path forward is actually through individuals living in personal power and not being so easily manipulated by by the bigger powers right like you can take over a country but if your citizens are still weak and ignorant then what are you really you know what are you really a part of like what what culture is that i feel like that is the the battle that we have in the 21st century is to take our own sovereignty back and the first step to that is to become a savage and the savage the connotation of a savage in explorers times and if we you know we think about that early uh, colonialization anyone who wasn't white basically was considered to be a savage anyone who could live off the land anyone who didn't bow to the crown was considered a savage and i think that's who we need to become we need to become people who stand for ourselves and have personal power and don't bow to any leader you know acknowledge people who you can learn from and allow them to manipulate you you know work under and around and within structures that will support your journey as i've done with with so many amazing people around the world who've massively enhanced my life i was just thinking yesterday about how many of the people who i really respect in the world of strength and physical development have been massively influenced by charles poliquin and half of them, you know, don't really like him uh, now or in some, in some way express some negativity around him. And I've definitely expressed negativity around him as well. And I think, well, yeah, like that's, that's, also, that's also, you know, happening in my life now, you know, where I've had an influence over a bunch of people. You know, they've, they've come into my sphere to be manipulated. And then at some stage, uh, there's parts of that that they don't like or there's things that I've done that haven't resonated with them or haven't taken them towards where they want to go. And... And so there's like, there's some negativity or whatever there, but the balance of the thing is that Charles is a master manipulator, very powerful in word, very powerful in physical existence. Now, Ido Portal is another one, you know, and I've spent a couple of weeks with him over the various events that I've been to and had, you know, lots of conversations with him, some conversations online and, you know, some challenges as well in that relationship and, I haven't had any contact with him now for, I don't know, 18 months or so. But he's a very powerful man. He's a powerful manipulator. He's changed the lives of so many people. He's created a whole new niche and a whole new ambition 
uh, of physical development, which really wasn't there before he stood for something. He changed himself. You know, he committed to martial arts. He committed to the Poliquin training system. He committed to paleo. He became friends with Rob Wolf. Uh, he had one of the first CrossFit boxes and he took on all these influences and took on all these experiences and, you know, was mentored by Coach Summer and, you know, he, you know, traveled the world and speaks, you know, multiple languages. And, and that's a common thing that you'll see and hear from people who have a big influence on the world. I was listening to uh, Think and Grow Rich, which actually tells the story uh, of Muhammad, the founder of the, the Muslim faith, but he was really against uh, any one religion and just said that we were all for all from one God. And he encouraged you know, Christians and Jews, you know, to come together. And you know, he didn't actually want to have a religion from my understanding and again this is if i'm if i'm ignorant you know just reach out and let me know i'm I'm well and truly open to that but the concept there was that you know he stood for something he made strong decisions about economy he made strong decisions uh about ways of living and and he changed the world and his legacy lives on so we will all be manipulators we will all be manipulated the question is towards what for what how making decisions of who will be manipulated by making decisions of how we wish to manipulate those around us only then are we actually playing the game like we can't there is no choice to sit on the sideline there is no option to opt out while ever you're alive you're in the game so that's what this ketone carnivore 20 is about. It's about becoming a savage, taking control of your own existence and not bowing to the crown, to the flag. The only way you can really be a powerful member of any tribe is to have control over your own journey, take some power upon yourself. And initially all we want to do there the journey to becoming a savage is just taking control of your food, control of your movement, and control of your clan. So food, simple. We make eating very simple. We take it away from being something um, that's about having fun, that's about entertainment. We take it away from self-destruction and self-harm, and we take control of our food. So there's three variations there. There's a ketogenic version, just a ketogenic diet with the ketones. There's the animal food, so carnivore plus the ketones, where you can have butter, milk, um, any of those sorts of things, any kind of animal product. And then there's the, the full uh, keto carnivore level, where you're just eating meat. Uh, and the ketones okay so the ketones are going to help to smooth out the journey they're going to support your training uh there is yeah they are the most important supplement to come to the world full stop i've tried everything that's out there there's nothing that is even close in the research there's nothing that's even close in practice to having the power and the benefits of exogenous ketones you might come back to this in five or ten years' time and tell me, hey, nah, that was wrong. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that this is the biggest breakthrough 
of our time in food supplementation and it's a catalyst for so many people to re regain personal power to become a savage a savage that does not depend and is not at the whim of whatever wind is being blown by the media and marketing what friends are doing Step into personal power. If you can step into personal power for 20 days, then maybe you can step into personal power for the rest of your life. If you can control your food, then maybe you can control other aspects of your life related to your income, your relationships, related to your self-confidence and self-worth. That is the hypothesis. That is the experiment. And that is what we'll be running over the next uh, 20 days. Okay, so it kicks off tomorrow. It may well happen again. It may not. Let's see how it goes. We've got a bunch of people already connected. If you want to be one of them, then make it snappy. Send me a message today. Movement and strength is another part of that. Okay, so there's a daily commitment to improve yourself physically. When you step into a stronger physical body, you step into a stronger mental body. It's all connected. It's all one piece. If you need power, then develop power. If you're being walked all over... Develop physical strength and physical presence. If you feel sloppy, then get rid of that. This will be the most amazing transformation physically. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be very very exciting to see changes in the in phys in the physical structure, and we're going to accompany that with uh, a mental journey, a psychological journey. There'll be uh, lectures and challenges to go through as we do that. Uh, delivery through a Facebook group, and if we can change identity and change the mental place that we're coming from, then we open the door to a new future. And that is what I'm excited about. And that's who I want to have in my clan. So clan then, yeah, is who you're taking influence from, what you're listening to every day, who you're having conversations with, who you train with. The better we can do in that area of life, the better we can do in all areas of life. Okay, so it really does matter who we're spending time with and what we're listening to every day, who what we're seeing every day. So we're going to cut out a lot of the the bullshit, cut out a lot of the news, the bad news. Um, there's not a lot of joy. There's not a lot of productivity. There's not a lot of personal growth in mainstream media. Um, we need to take control of our social media as well. And by doing these three simple things, controlling our uh, environmental influences or our social influences through the clan, getting ourselves a bit stronger and taking on and taking control of our food, we've got the possibility for a new future. If this is you, get amongst it. Don't stand on the sidelines. Start today. So you've got two options here. You can either... Sit on the sidelines and wait and see what happens or you can get amongst it. To get amongst it, all you need to do is buy yourself a box of ketones. Uh, you can grab them through Mitch Pike and let's see where we can take this thing. Let's see what we can do, what power we can create, what physical transformations we can create, what mental power we can discover, rediscover. And this will be the catalyst for a lot of people to see a new side of themselves, to see the side of themselves that actually drags them onto these podcasts to look at you know, what the world could be like, what they could be like. Let's step into that. It's a process, but this is a big step towards it. So make a decision and get off the sideline, get into the action. Let's see how far we can go within these 20 days and let's use that as a catalyst 
for a whole new existence and another world. The world is being recreated. It's not going to be what it is today. 12 months from now, two years from now, it's going to be vastly different. How, In what direction it goes, that's up to us. That's our decision. That's the fun of living and participating and yeah, getting off the sideline, getting into the game. So that's the opportunity. Just buy yourself a box of ketones and send me a message. I will add you to the community and we will charge at this thing with everything that we've got. There's also the reboot uh, is come available just today. I've had so many messages from people saying, hey, the, the reboot sold out. The reboot only comes on sale at the start of each month. So in the middle of this month, we will also be doing uh, 60 hours, no food, just the keto reboot. There's a bunch of stuff within that. So yes, you take the ketones, but you also have a broth mixture. You have a tea mixture and you have the signal OS. So there's a lot of different components to that. There's B vitamins in there. There's stuff like 5-HTP. There's all sorts of science in there to optimize and back up the experience. 60 hours, no food is nowhere near as hard and it's much more beneficial uh, when done with the keto reboot compared to something like a water fast, if any of you guys have done that. Um, so that opportunity is also there. That will come available in like three hours, but probably by the time you listen to this, it's probably going to be available. It's 130 bucks Oz. Um, your box of ketones is going to be $210. Okay, so that's going to get you into this experience. You just pay for the product and the service I provide you will be uh, a part of that. The reward for me will be in the results that we get, in the transformations that we get. You need some skin in the game, so get some skin in the game. Jump on the most important, exciting supplement to ever come on the market and experience that thing for yourself. And you might just find that it's a catalyst to make your life matter, to make a bigger difference. By finding your own power, you give all sorts of other people the possibility to do the same. So let's step into this. Let's see how far we can take it and uh, buzz me a message with your outcome from this. We're all manipulators. Manipulation is our gift. Choose to be manipulated in the direction that you want to go and stand up, fight back, resist being manipulated into a sloppy sack of shit, which is the default. If you do whatever you're told all the way through life, you're going to be in massive debt. You're going to be sick. You're going to be probably alone. You're going to be spending a lot of time on your phone. You're going to be gambling. You're going to be acting like the TV shows. Not a good place to be. So here's the alternative. Let's do it. Let's have power. Let's make a change in the world. Talk to you guys soon. Keegan Smith for the Keegan Smith Experience. Man, that guy can talk. But he does it because he loves it. If you loved it, share it. Give us some feedback. What was great? What didn't you like? What was your biggest take-home message? Make sure you stay in touch with us on Instagram and share your wins, people. This win is only going to come if we do it together. We have to take ourselves further. By taking ourselves further, we give permission for everybody around us to make positive changes in their lives and to become the people who they want to become. Everybody's changing the world. You are changing the world. Let's do this together. Let's see how far we can take it. Imagine, imagine if we all put our full heart into becoming the best versions of ourselves every single day.